should be good to go. I'm gonna. We're starting out the show with the two two words that I said on casual gaming. We're back, baby. We're back. It's been a minute. It's been a little bit. How's it, how are you feeling, yep. Sam? Doing well, man. Doing all right. Just uh, you know, happy to be getting back in the saddle here, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we didn't end up doing a prediction episode for two reasons. One, my sleep schedule. Two, there was this show for uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. We'll hop into discussing that late in a minute. Hard to go and give like a prediction for. It's such a straightforward yep. show. You know, like uh, WandaVision, so much, so many different uh, Easter eggs and prediction threads and everything that made this show awesome. Um, but this show is just such classic Marvel, Captain America-esque yep. action. You know what you're getting. And yep. and yeah, so it was a little bit difficult to go on like right questions for you guys to like bet on and such. But we'll definitely do I a like, uh, season finale primer before we get into the season finale when that comes around. But before that... Ladies and gentlemen, this is your casual entertainment conversation of the weekly show where two friends gather around some microphones, discuss entertainment for your entertainment. If you like that, head over to Spotify for the casual entertainment page. Go and give that a uh, follow. Go and uh, watch some of the old videos. We got an awesome piece where the DCEU, we're going to be discussing a little bit today, the DCEU. I'm super excited. Go check out how we said they need to fix the DCEU. I swear, I, somewhere in there, I was like, the Snyder Cut's got to be good. It's just got to be good. Yep. And we'll hop into our impressions there. And also go to youtube.com slash Island. We do a bunch of other podcasts, including this one. On that feed, you can find all of our backlog. You can find all the casual gaming conversations on the backlog to the sister show to the show where we go and discuss gaming casually. Sam Ross, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just tell you something personal. I hate you. I hate your guts. I dislike you. And it's for one reason. This year, there's this thing. It's called March Madness. It comes, it comes, and I'm like, cool. I I haven't watched college basketball this year. Auburn, since day one, has been ineligible to make the tournament. It's pretty sad. Like, the team wouldn't have been great, but they probably would have gotten, like, an 11 seed just because. We've got a great mm-hmm. coach, stuff like that, and our record's decent. But we couldn't make it, so I was just like, nah, I'm not feeling it. And then I go, and I'm like, okay, just looking at the bracket. And then this year I played the whole, oh, my friend goes to this school. My friend goes to that school. I, I have enough friends around the country now where I'm able to fill out a pretty fun bracket by doing that. Yeah. And, and having the upsets, having a good time. And so I'm looking at these high seeds, and I, I see the fact that, oh, oh, so you just won the Big Ten Championship, right? Right? We lost the Big Ten. We lost to Illinois in the Big okay. Ten Championship. Uh, we made but, it to the Big but Ten But you beat Michigan to get there, too. So, Correct. I'm like, yes. they got a good squad this year. Well, yep. I picked them to win the whole well, damn thing. So did I. So did I. And so, so we're, joke's on us. We suck. But uh, I, I, I was telling my bracket pool, because there's only like 12 of us. So it's like still doable yeah. for me to win this thing. I'm like, cool. I need a Houston Gonzaga final with Houston winning it all because nobody has Houston in their final four except for me. So I'm like, I need a Houston Gonzaga final, and I need Houston to win it all, baby. And that's the only way I can pull it off. Uh, it was such a sad day yesterday, Nick. I'm just Five. on campus, just depressing. <laughs> Five hours into Everybody the tournament. Was... Five hours. I was I was on a date yesterday. Uh, 
and I'm, I'm just looking at the score, and I'm like, what the heck? And so, like, I, I, of course, I'm be, I'm on a date, and I'm trying to be polite. So, like, I go, I check my phone. I'm like, okay, uh, the other team's up, like, three points. Uh, and then put my phone away. And then I pull it out, like, after, like, an hour. I'm not going to, like, check my phone all the time. I'm like, okay, OSU is up one point. One point. And then, and then I get home. I literally, like, I'm not going to say I cut the date short to watch the end of that game. But definitely, but... like, a little little bit of just, like, uh, all right, I need to do other stuff today anyways, including writing a paper. Um, And I got that done, thankfully, last night during the Last of Us stream that me and Jake did. Yo, go check that stream out if you if you want just like scroll through it check out the big moments check out his reaction because i think it's pretty interesting to see jake warm up to this game that like he started out so cold on he was like i don't care about these characters i don't care about the mechanics i'm doing this because nick baby do this because yeah and he was like happy to but still like this was a nick asked me can i do this and normally nick doesn't steer me wrong so but he's having a great time with that. Uh, I highly recommend checking out like some, just like some of the bigger moments in the game thus far. We have about three hours left of the game. We're we're heading into winter, so we're pretty excited. But yeah. um, yeah, man, it's been it's been a good weekend, except for the fact that immediately we're starting with uh, with just a crapper of OSU getting knocked, like real real rough. Real real not a great start. Not, not a great, great start. start to the weekend at all. Um, Very disappointing. By the way, we have today is a very special day. We are celebrating our two roommates, one really good friend of the podcast, another really good friend of ours, Eric and Dalton's birthday. They had both their birthdays this uh, like once tomorrow and one was early this week for celebrating today. Uh-huh. Give them a little happy birthday shout out if you want, Sam. Happy boy. Ah, I was going to say happy birthday, boys. I said happy boy's birthday. Yep. Happy birthday, guys. You know, it's great to it was great to meet you when I was down in Auburn. Guys are you know, very uh, very cool to hang out with. Looking forward to you know, hopefully being able to get back down there next year and hang out some more. So, yeah, have a good one, guys. Dude, so that was another thing. Before we hop in the show, we got a lot to talk about today, and only a little bit of time to do so. Not a little bit, but like we'll, we'll it's gonna be a shorter pod today. Um, I was just randomly, I like him walking out of like my room to go and like grab a burrito, whatever it might be. And uh, Shane, somebody that's been on some shows before, it comes out, and he just is like, hey, man, what's Sam coming down here next? I'm like, probably, like, next Nevin Island day? And he's just like, that dude's a cool dude. I miss him. And then, like, he went back into his room. Like, it, that was the conversation. And we did not go further than that. And I was like, all right, Sam is a cool dude. So, we, we, you're, love you, Shane. We're, we got the love down here at Auburn for Sam Ross. Um, But, yeah. Let's. I'm gonna hop into this because we have two big items to discuss. We're we're yep. not gonna do what we've been watching because what we've been watching for me this week was two big things: the Snyder Cut and what Falcon Warrior Soldier, and then everything else was just minutia. Um, you had, have not watched the Snyder Cut, correct? Correct. Okay, but you have watched Falcon Warrior Soldier, correct? Yeah. Okay. I have. Great. <laughs> so let's just get into the Snyder Cut. Nick Evans' spoiler-free impressions. And I'm going to do this the best way I can, but this is probably going to be like 10 minutes because I, I, I've been waiting to mm-hmm. get on my soapbox and talk. I, right, I, I so firm, I want to start this out with obviously the story of the Snyder Cut where Josh Whedon steps in after a tragedy of Zack Snyder's daughter dying and then having to create a movie that Warner Brothers wanted to make. And for the longest time, I thought... 
hey, Zach, uh, Josh Whedon got put in a place to do his <laughs> job. He got put in a place to come in and Josh Whedon up the movie a little bit and do a job and try to fit this in under two hours. Josh Whedon did a little movie called Avengers Age of Ultron before this film and could have literally made any movie he wanted. So now seeing the Snyder Cut and seeing what was there, I look at Josh Whedon and I'm like, and I look at the people at WB and I'm like, what? <laughs> Who in their right mind thought that this was the right Justice League to put out and not not just like the Snyder Cut, but not like the tone of the movie, the story beats, just this entire film with Zack Snyder's hand in it, every single feature is leaps and bounds better. Leaps and bounds. Yeah. Like, to the point that you're like, I, this is amazing. This is absurd that any single person. And so to that, I say, I used to give Josh Whedon a lot of slack before seeing this cut. Hey, can I, can I cut in for a yeah, second? Sure. I just have a, a, point of, a point of clarification. I can't tell. What, what is the director's name that you keep saying? Is it Josh Whedon? It's Joss. J-O-S-S. Joss Whedon. Whedon. Joss Whedon. Sorry. Gosh, it's a weird, yeah, weird name, but as you know, we're all about keeping yeah, things, no, uh, yeah, keeping absolutely. things 100% accurate yeah. on the casual entertainment conversation. <laughs> absolutely, go here. So, yeah, Josh, sorry to sorry to correct you. Okay, thank but, you. No, yeah. no, I, I'm about to say his name 50 more times. I'd rather you say it now and stuff later. So, Josh Whedon destroyed this movie, and you are you are idiotic to go into. I used to give him so much, it's like, hey, we got you got paid to do a job, and you you tried your best, and it didn't work out and whatever. But I now look at this guy as like, this was awful. Like you, you created the worst DC film by far. And the pieces were in place for you to do something great. And the pieces that were in place, like it, it WB, the whole thing was WB just should have been like, should have just not been a coward. I, I know it sounds so stupid and so Nick Evans to just be like, yeah, don't be a coward. That's a, you're being a coward. But like, at the end of the day, what we got with the Snyder Cut was legitimately good, and I'll get into how much I actually enjoyed that film in a moment. But what we got with the Justice League original cut was so freaking bad. I don't know who they ran this movie by and were like, this movie's gonna be great. They're gonna love it. And so now hopping into my opinion on the actual Snyder Cut, this movie's phenomenal. This movie is one of the best superhero movies I've seen in a long time. I watched it all the way through one time. I plan on today uh, sitting back with a cold cup of apple juice, if you know what I'm saying, and watching it mm -hmm. again all four hours. Um, like, this is what I'm doing today. I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to go and celebrate with my friend's birthday. Like, this is legitimately one of the best superhero movies I've ever seen. It's by far the best DCEU movie. I don't know if I were to like rank it again, like, cause if you're, it's a weird thing to rank it against like that. I I'll make it. I'll make another bold statement. I think it's better than any of the X Men movies. And there's some pretty dang good X Men movies. Super, I I'd say Days of Future Past. I know it's. I don't think it's yeah. everybody's favorite out of the that out of the that group, first that's class. Like, that's yeah. Those are. I mean, I'd put those in. I would consider putting Days of Future Past in my personal top five superhero like genre. And if it's so, if 
if uh, Snyder Cut, you know, surpasses that or is kind of equal to that level, yeah. then it must be pretty damn good. Uh, like, so in here, let's hop into it spoiler free, and uh, like, and because I don't want to spoil it for you too. And next week, I hope I hope you find the time, and I'll explain. I how will. I'll, it, I'll so, be able to watch. So here's here's how I would watch it though, because I I was up two a.m. trying to watch this movie till six a.m. and I I just like. There's a certain point where I just couldn't keep my eyes open. It was like 4:30 in the morning. I'm yeah. like, I, I am just tired. Um, <sighs> so we go, and this movie is breaking up into six chapters, Tarantino-esque, and an epilogue. Mm. Each one's mm-hmm. around 40-ish minutes. Epilogue's around 20. I recommend sitting down you, you, and watching it as a miniseries and going that route. You totally th- this movie. Mm-hmm flies the f by you move like th- this movie there's enough gas where you're going and to the point that you're at the hour 30 mark and you're like wait certain characters still haven't even been introduced but i'm enjoying hearing and seeing about what's happening and so by the time you get to that right. hour 30 mark and these characters are getting introduced they they hold back on certain characters that are such the lifeblood of this movie till that hour 20 point hour 30 point that when they come in, they re-inject this amazing amount of energy and fun and joy into this film that you're like, we're, we're still cooking. And then by the time you get to where uh, Superman's introduction happens, which like, by the way, this movie is the Justice League. The concepts are the same. There is Steppenwolf, there is Superman just died, and Batman v Superman, he has to rise again. Like, there are the progressions that are the same like if you're like here's point a here's point b but all the meat in between is different to like certain characters are way better uh, and like this isn't even a spoiler because you know who the characters are the, the flash is a lot better the flash is it, let, just let's look back at joss whedon's cut the flash's whole moment is like i'm not a superhero i can't be a superhero and that kind of sucks and you're like okay that is like a good like that's a quirky like way to do it and you need to become a superhero and have your moment and his moment in the movie is he saves they, like batman tells him just like just save one guy just save one guy and he goes and he does that there's his superhero moment is he gets a car and he sit, pushes a car out of the town and he saves those people while that is happening literally over him they don't even give him his moment superman is saving a building of people uh, like you literally just took this character's one moment of like oh my gosh he's a superhero and just like mother superman so piss off that's the joss whedon cut there the, he has just a way better development in this movie that actually makes sense that goes right. and like it's not just one note it's he becomes this dynamic character and same with cyborg where they give him moments and they give him abilities and capabilities to be like this is awesome and with this being said, Zack Snyder has a lot of Zack Snyder in this movie. There's a lot of Zack Snyder isms. There's a lot of Zack Snyder goofs and gaffes. There's a lot of Zack Snyder slow mo. My like my brother was like, "Hey, I w- let's do." Or brothers friends were like, "Let's do a drinking game with this. Take a shot every time there's a slow mo." I'm like, "You will get blistering drunk in the first five minutes. Um, like you will be yeah. dead." Um, but after you get past sort of some of the quirkiness, this, the movie's shot in four three. It's shot in that IMAX setting. Um, yeah. And it's you have a lot of slow mo. You have a couple weird moments in the first ten minutes of this movie where you're like, "Why are there just random people singing?" 
this is weird. Um, once you get past that sort of aspect of it, and you're able to just sort of like grab your popcorn, grab your big diet coke, as I like, like, and you're able to just sit back and like enjoy what's happening. This movie not only becomes extremely enjoyable, you start to notice you're like, okay, Steppenwolf, this villain that made no sense that you really didn't care about, awesome now. He has he has some depth to him that like actually is pretty solid. Especially right. when you are introducing like eight different characters. Because once again, we know where the uh we know where this universe goes, but we didn't get we didn't have Aquaman yet. We don't have a Flash and a Cyborg movie yet. We don't have these like expanded universe movies yet. Uh so like they they play with that fact. They're like, okay, you don't have an Aquaman movie yet. Like we're gonna make our Aquaman from where we had Batman v Superman go forward. So it, there's a lot of awesome moments. There's a lot of great character moments. This movie has, at a lot of points, way too much heart. Like, and I know that that's a thing that I toss around on this podcast so often. Of like, this movie has a lot of heart. This show has a lot of heart. But there's a lot of emotion, and there, uh, there was a moment where I'm like. Oh man, I really, I really think I care about the Flash. I, I really do. And then all of a sudden, there's a moment in the climax of this movie where I'm like, "How much do I actually care?" And then I'm like crying. I'm like, "Oh wait, no, I really, really do care." They did a really good job of explaining this character, and the way that like, I would say, yeah, it's a five person movie. Certain people get put on the back burner. I would say Wonder Woman has some great action sequences, but isn't like this like super dynamic amazing character that's in this movie but even she has those great moments she has those powerful moments aquaman his like introduction to the justice league this isn't a spoiler is a moment that you're like oh my gosh like just like from a like broad scale standpoint this is badass like this is a great moment he's having one of those like okay we're getting these awesome moments and like i'm just saying this movie is legitimately great Give it a chance, whether it be sitting down for four straight hours or going chapter by chapter. I'm happy that, like, somebody told me there's chapters. And so when I got to, to chapter four and it was 4 a.m., I was like, cool. Turn it off. I'll watch the rest tomorrow. And that that was good for me. Go ahead. Sorry. Can, I'm getting a, a phone call. Do you mind if I if I Take pause it. for, like, two seconds? Uh, don't turn I'm your in. camera off. Just uh, mute your mic. All right. I can rant for some more. Um, But, yeah, so with the, Josh... Uh, so with the Snyder Cut, I literally cannot recommend it enough. I want people to go and watch this movie. I want people to give it a chance. This is not the same movie in any respect as Joss Whedon's uh, cut. It's not. You need to go and give this movie a chance. If you like Batman, if you like Wonder Woman, if you like these characters, or if you just like the ideas of these characters... They will surprise you. They give them a chance. And I know you're like, I'll actually save that point for the very end of this. But I know that you saw the first one. You're like, man, there probably is just like 30 minutes of reshoots. There is, I would say, 30 minutes of the original Justice League in this. And even that, it is spread out amongst four hours. Four hours. Ten minutes here, five minutes there, 30-ish minutes total. This movie is a completely different movie, and it is awesome for it. I cannot recommend this movie enough. If you are a superhero fan, do it. If you are a Marvel fan, give this a try. There's enough comedy in there. There's enough quips in there that are way better than the Joss Whedon quips that come off as so just... They just don't land ever, and these do. 
every single time. I am extremely happy that this exists. I'm extremely happy that we are able to live in a world where the Snyder Cut not only is not a joke, but it's out and it's good. And I'm extremely happy to see what happens next. Because at the end of the day, whatever happens next, I hope is great. I hope is phenomenal. And I hope Zack Snyder has his hands in it. Because he deserves another shot. This was legitimately great, so he deserves another shot. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there's one more thing that I want to bring up, but I want Sam to be listening during it, so I'm just going to go and say, uh, for our halftime little piece, we just had the Grammys. I'm going to go and put up 60 seconds, get get a timer up for us, 60 seconds on the clock for my Grammy impressions. All right, ready? Grammy impressions, ready. Okay, Billie Eilish, good job. You did not deserve that uh, record of the year. You gave the shout-out to the person that did. Good job on that. Um, the Strokes got their first uh, Grammy. They deserve the recognition. I'm super stoked about that. Uh, what a weak year. I'm just going to say, what a weak, weak year. Uh, I wish that The Box won a couple more. Uh, I like. I don't think it won anything, and it got a couple nods. I wish The Box pulled down uh, one or two uh, Grammys, because that track's freaking phenomenal, um, and going and rounding out just my entire impressions of the Grammys, man, oh man, Taylor Swift, she is not only a national treasure, but she deserves every single Grammy she's ever won, like, every single one, and I'm super excited to see what she does next, I think that we're gonna get some more folklore-esque stuff, but, uh, I want a couple bangers, and I know everyone else does, so those are Nick Evans, Grammys, uh, reactions, and, uh, yeah, there is one minute. I do not know what Sam is doing anymore, um, but, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to go and get his, get his, uh, get his (laughs) attention, uh, okay, um, but, yeah, what a Grammy, that that was pretty fun, this is an entertainment show, so we, uh, we talked about all forms of entertainment, um, yeah, yeah, no complaints, no complaints, all right, the last thing that I'll just touch on, Sam doesn't need to hear this, oh, the fact that Zack Snyder's name is on the original Justice League is a freaking travesty, it is a travesty, you that's not his movie. That was not his vision. Okay, he's back. I'm terribly sorry. I no was, I was I've got this uh one of my friends um had he has this event that he's supposed to be doing tomorrow, basically this like philanthropy philanthropy thing. Um and he like wasn't sure whether or not he was going to be able to do it and like he had talked to me about it basically and I, and I had said like hey, like if you don't you're not able to go like i can go cover for you like it sounds kind of yeah. interesting whatever um and yeah. Dude, you need yeah. to handle something you're good you're good right. no worries um so this was the last point i was making on snyder cut um one this movie's great i'm very excited to hear your impressions on it sam uh sometime next week and yep. the last piece that i want to leave off and i want you to hear this too like it is 
a legitimate, like, it makes me upset that people that watch the original Justice League have to finish that movie and the first name that pops up is Zack Snyder. That is not his movie. That is not his movie. (laughs) It is a shame that his name is on that movie. It's a shame that WB put him on that movie. It's a shame that they pulled him off that movie. It's a shame that we didn't get to sit down in the theaters in 2017 and watch a three and a half hour version, not the because this would be the director's cut, like the ultimate edition of the Justice League, if it was under Zack's control. But we should have seen a three and a half hour movie, epic, that Zack Snyder made instead of this two hour piece of garbage that was just. It's like somebody went and took a movie. It's or like I gave you just a bunch of sand and I was like make a sand castle. And then you're like, okay. And you started to make a sandcastle. And then I came in and I was like, you like were, you had this vision of, okay, I'm going to make this grandiose sandcastle. It's going to be like multi-layered. It's going to be 15 feet tall. It's going to be awesome. And so you're like setting down the foundation for all of them. And you're setting out these like one pieces throughout like this giant plane. And then they're like, okay, time's up, Sam. You cannot play anymore. Go leave. And then I have to step in, and I'm like, I have no idea what this guy's vision was, but what I do best is make single sandcastles. So I'm just going to make more single sandcastles. And then we just got this, like, plan of weird sandcastles when your picture was going to be this great pyramid of awesomeness, and it wasn't. Yeah. It's a travesty. It's a re- It really is a travesty that, that, like, the Justice League 1 exists. I, like, anybody that doesn't give this movie a shot and has to sleep at night thinking that this that movie was the Justice League and think the DCEU is that makes me really sad. The best DC movie, yeah, the fact that it's better than Wonder Woman alone, I think, says a lot. So, like, like, it, like there's oh, yeah. enough there to that you're like, okay, if it's better than Wonder Woman, I definitely can vibe with. Um, the first, like, 15 minutes are the weirdest 15 minutes. I'll just say that much. But, like, after that, you, you're just... But, like, the, the opening shot is awesome. Like, the opening shot of the Justice League, just a reminder for people, is Batman just randomly killing a pair of demons. Just random. And then he all of a sudden sees these three boxes. And he's like, I'm going to go and figure out what these three boxes are. And it makes no sense. No sense. And, and, and instead, we get this awesome awesome opening shot that uh, we'll talk about next week because next week we'll do a full full spoiler but yep. uh sam ross let's uh let's uh continue on um what what are, so we're having a good time as always by the way i did my minute of music already because that, that was gonna be i gave my grammy impressions um Perfect. you don't get to hear them because you were on a philanthropy call, trying to help the world. What a piece of crap, guys! Give him, hate. give him hate in the comics. Oh, honestly, comments. honestly. But yeah, let's hop into it. Falcon War Soldier. First impressions. What do you think? <sighs> I thought <laughs> it was pretty dull, to be honest. I thought that the writing was kind of corny. I get what they're trying to do. You know, it's it's, it's an expository episode. Like I, I understand that, but at the same time. I felt like every interaction in that movie, other than the whole arc with um, Bucky, was really, like, it felt really forced and not authentic. Like, everything between Sam and his sister. Like, oh, you know, we're going to lose the boat, blah, 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 blah. And then, 
you know, earlier when he was talking to Rhodey, like, oh, you need to be a hero, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, just very, I don't like the soldier character. Um, I, I just, I, I thought Sebastian Stan did a good job. Like, and everything else was kind of bleh. Like, but we'll see where it goes. It, it was, you know, it, it's, it's getting a, things started. Yeah. I get, I understand that. I mean, think about how people felt the first two to three episodes of WandaVision. They're like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Um, and so obviously, like, like we've talked about it on the show so many times, I have no, I have complete and utter faith in Feige and Marvel, and I believe that I will enjoy it. Um, so I'm not worried, but I guess my best, the best way I could describe it is off to a pretty slow start in yeah. my critical mind. Yeah. I mean, that's, I feel very, very similar. Um, very similar. I, Love the action set piece that we got right off the bat. I love the yeah. wingsuits. I'm like, all oh, right, here we go. And then for that to be followed up with the cap scene with uh with Anthony Mackie, I'm like, thus far we're like 15 minutes into this episode, and I'm about it. I'm like, this is what I want. And then I look up, it's 15 minutes. I'm like, cool, we haven't even seen Sebastian Stan yet. I'm I'm really excited to see where this is gonna go. And then we get more. We get the Anthony Mackie foundation of his conflict with his family. And I like the idea of right. oh the blip is what what does that do to credit score like what does that do right. to, like that's a cool uh, thing that we're working with but in the same way I'm like this doesn't have the it's not doing what I think they want this to be doing to me where I'm like I'm just sitting and I'm like I'm in I'm I'm not really enjoying this but I'm not disliking this I understand what they're doing like and I'm just watching and then when we get to the Winter Soldier stuff I'm in. I love that for opening action sequence where he's just bopping people. It is just awesome. I'm super in. Um, and then uh, the sequence, very similar, I, I think, of the, like, world organization um, where that, like, action sequence is going off and the bad transition happens. Yeah. And you're, I'm like, this is what I signed up for. I want a James Bond espionage badass flick. Let's go. I also thoroughly enjoyed the uh, the therapy session with Sebastian yep. Stan, where yes. like the, all of a sudden it cuts and it's just their eyes, and I'm like, mm-hmm. they they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Yep. I like the date sequence. I liked every bit that Sebastian Stan was in on this episode, and Anthony Mackie came out swinging with the action set piece. But my biggest issue was, like you said, Anthony Mackie. It looks still like he is the protagonist of this show. And this was our biggest trepidation walking into it of Anthony Mackie needs to prove that he can put Marvel on his back. And this is not the plot line that I want my Captain America, my, like, 101 for, like, Marvel to be doing. It's yep. it's it's not, it's, like, I feel like lame's a bad word for it, but, like, it's... Mundane. Not, it was mundane. Yeah, it's It's just, we're just slogging through it. And, yep. and I don't want. And that's the thing. There's there are ways I think they could have done it to make it more like it could have been good as like if you kept the idea of like the actions that he did throughout the episode, but just maybe did them in a more interesting way. I yeah. think it could have worked. I mean, think about. I don't know. A point I'll bring up is if you take away the in- incredible writing and like brilliance of many scenes in, in many of Quentin Tarantino's movies. I mean, it's just people doing boring, mundane shit. Yeah. It's 
it's John Travolta and Samuel Jackson driving around, eating in a diner, you know, yeah. just talking. But the reason that it's such a great movie is because he's a brilliant, has brilliant dialogue between the characters. Now, obviously, not everybody at Marvel is nobody is Quentin Tarantino, yeah. <laughs> but but you would think that they could have had it be a little bit more captivating. I guess is, is my point. It, it's it's not necessarily that. Like you said, it's an interesting concept. Like you know, so, to explore. I just think the execution could have been probably a little more engaging. Yeah, especially like when they like get denied for the bank loan, and then they're walking to go and get like the meals to hand out and such. I'm like, this is this is where you need to be firing. This is where like you need to be like if that is going to be like the boring s scene, and it's all oh you're an inventor, ha ha. Like that was like that was exposition basically. Now let the fun, like, let that spark off into something bigger, and right. it just didn't. It just continued on with that same flavor for the rest of the scene, and then they're on the boat, and that just continues on for the rest of the scene. And to the point where, literally, I'm watching this episode, I'm like, give me more Sebastian Sand. Like, let's go. And now I'm in the boat where, like, I know that the people are going to disagree, but, like, the whole, like, uh, the first question I would have asked on the prediction episode is who gets the shield at the end of this, and the answer probably would have been Anthony Mackie. I hope it's Sebastian Sand. I really, really do. I really do. And, like, I hope the next episode we get, like, like seeing, you could, the conflict that they were working with for Anthony Mackie, too, of saving a family boat is a whole lot different then I killed this grandfather that I'm hanging out with, like, grandchild. That, like, it's, it, it is, it, it's not even close. It was, his, it was his son, wasn't it? it was just or it's his, his son. son. It, was, it might right. have been his son, sorry. Like, and that age makes sense, sorry. I was just like, he's really old and he was, like, in his 20s. But, like, it's been, like, years. So it makes sense that it's been, uh, he is now an old man. It's hard. It is right, like, I it, thought that was it was very harrowing. Like yeah, I, I I think that that was very very intriguing stuff. And yeah, it was literally, it was like the most interesting part that you could have come up with. I think is the whole dynamic there. Yeah, and the least interesting part is this freaking boat that we were trying to go to the bank for. Yeah, like, and it really is like, no offense, sell the family boat. I know there's memories, but, like, if it's going to make your family, like, better, like, those are the conversations you have to have. And that's what she's like. Right. Like, I feel like this conflict is, is the one step away from, like, just just so. Like, it's the old. Uh, are you, have you seen any Cody Co. before? Have you seen Cody Co.'s videos before? I've, I've seen some. Yeah, I've so seen some. There's one it's been a while, that but... they're like they're commenting on this like Christian uh, girls ministry, and they're just like, "All right, girls, this is how to be happy and be single." Ah, here's like five reasons, and then Noah Old Miller just goes, "Boom, I got one for you, masturbate," and like and then like they they just like go off and like continue on with that episode. It's a great beat. I highly recommend Cody Co. videos. They're hysterical. But for me, it's like. They're just like, oh, we're going to go and we're going to make this conflict. <laughs> I'm like, sell the boat. <laughs> just sell the freaking boat. And then, and then give us more Sebastian Sand. Like, like it's it, – we had a – this episode was like a, without uh, credits. was like 42 minutes. We had a beefy episode to start this off. And with a 10-minute action sequence at the start, you're like, okay, there's 32 minutes. I felt like of that, we had a 15-minute section of Sebastian. We had a 15-minute of uh, Anthony Mackie. I'm like, for about, like, 
three-eighths of this episode, their eye was just on autopilot. And that really sucks when you're talking about a Marvel show. With yep. the Smash and Stance-Up, I was, I was all in. And then uh, then we get that reveal, uh, just wrapping up this episode of uh, we have a new Captain America, and it's white Apparently. Joe Schmo. Like, it's literally, like, I, I, I don't want to, like, Anthony Mackie would make sense to, like, step in as the soldier that's been around, and he was given the shield by Captain America. And then I think that the government was like, well, we're not, we're having a white dude definitely step in. like And, like, just being like, we're just going to try not, but, like, it's it's ridiculous. It's it's absolutely crap. And, I, honestly, I'm yeah. like, I feel like that this was trying to be a huge punch, and it wasn't as big as I, they wanted it to be. Like, oh, where are we going to go from here? I wish, I really wish, and I, they could have blue balls to us by doing this, but I wish that they went and they didn't show us the face of the new Captain America. So we could we yeah. could be theorizing and thinking. I agree. And, and if, if it was Yeah, Joe you're Schmell, totally right. Just freaking Joe Schmell. Like, even if it was next week, just random white dude, I'm fine with it. like like uh, then at least we get this progression. But now we're here and we're just like, eh. yeah. Like, could you imagine if it was like Hawkeye or something? Like, what if we were talking about what? Could you imagine if it was Ralph Boner? Like, let's like let's go and it's Quicksilver, guys. It's Quicksilver. Let's be on it. Like, right. no, we could be having this. no doubt, no doubt. It, like this this conversation could have been a lot more interesting. But the meat that they gave us, like, we're just talking about what the show gave us for now. Because, like you said, in Feige, we trust. You just you just know he's going to produce. And I'm going to be honest with you. I I would give this, like, everyone's like, is this better than WandaVision? Is it not? I'm like, we, we're going to get two great shows, guys. And just shut up. It's like, this is Xbox, PlayStation. They're both great. Who, who cares? Yep. Pizza Hot Domino's, whatever we want to talk about. Like, they're great. Just have fun. Not really for the Pizza Hot Domino's argument, but still. Like, just enjoy enjoy the next few weeks watching this, and we're going to enjoy talking about it. But I, right. I I really hope that going into episode two we get some more Sebastian Stan and less Anthony Mackie, and I hope that this, this plot... Because here's the thing. I wish... I really wish that they resolved the Anthony Mackie boat problem episode one. And just like, this is just... This was the just, hey, this is what he's dealing with right now. But now we have these... I like that we have certain questions out there of like what's this fist organization and who is the new like super bad because they were had super strength stuff like that um or i think that there's a chance that that person is a winter soldier like one of the other winter soldiers yeah. um and they're just trying to purify the world stuff like that and it's not a good sure. but i like that i like that idea of people think it was better when the blip happened like that is such a good yeah, so that's a good motivation, a starting point for a villain, and I'm really yeah. I'm honestly, happy. like you, you kind of understand it. You kind of understand, like it's 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 obviously it's it's the whole reason why Thanos made sense. Mm -hmm. Like his his way of going about his goal was awful and destructive, and yep. you know horrifying. But you at least could put like you could see the logic, I suppose, of what he was trying to do, even though it was literally insane yeah it was insane but like also um, imagine you can, you can, yeah you sorry imagine if you were there and what what if i lost i'm here i i, I don't get snapped and i lose zero of the nevin's island guys and i lose none of my parents 
or my siblings or my grandparents. And I just get extremely lucky. And then also have, uh, there is extreme amount of resources and I'm paying $2 for a Chipotle burrito. And I'm like, life didn't That's change. That's the world me. I want to live in, Nick. That's yeah, right, the world I right? want to live in. <laughs> but, you can get a burrito for $2. But like, ex- think about it. Like that, that like was the world that they, like in a grand scheme of, Man, if you lost everyone you loved, like Hawkeye, you are going to go mad. But the, I, I can see a world where so you, you, it's an odds game where for every person that that happened to, somebody else had, including themselves, everybody that they loved snapped. So, like, tomato, yep. tomato, like, I get it. And I like that we're in a world where we are exploring these awesome ideas with, I love that the blip shifted everything that's going to happen. Yep. That was the moment, and we're going forward. Um, all right. Yep. Any final thoughts? I think I'm good, man. All right. All right. All right. I, we're, we're, I'm going to make this announcement now. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be back next week, normal casual entertainment at the normal time. But the week after that, we are going to go and not have casual entertainment on Saturday. Oh, cry about it, sadness. Sam is way at Hilton Head, and I got a lot of work to do before uh, that happens. But I'll, I'll say this announcement now. Nevisano Podcast, live from Ohio. Myself, yep. Josh Dealman, and Sam Ross. Very That's excited. Right. Very excited. Looking forward to it, we, we will be shooting it on, uh, we will be shooting it, like, not with a laptop. We will be shooting it the old, 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 old way of using a phone my laptop and a microphone baby but beautiful we're, we're super excited we actually might just not do video and i might just get an audio recording of it and yeah, go from sit there. on the couch and chill yeah we grab a grab grab a drink have a good time um but yeah we're gonna be live from ohio we're gonna be hanging out you guys are gonna get to go and see the nevin's island ohio trip vlog me and steelman we're having a lot of fun getting planned for that uh i it, last night him and i had a fun discussion he's like hey i'm like losing blood the day before uh so maybe you should drive and i'm like yeah uh my car is from 1997 so maybe you should drive and it was like my car might not have enough space so maybe you should drive i'm like my car has this check engine light on we will probably not make it to mississippi like like we're and he's just like i should drive like i'll see if we can drive yeah and i was like this wasn't me being a jerk and he we were just having that back and forth of like who actually should drive um but it was a fun conversation yeah all right hey i'm looking forward to it man it's gonna be fucking fucking great yeah ladies and gentlemen that is your casual entertainment conversation go check us out on spotify and youtube we salute you and adios adios